is Jamison Battle the best player in the Big Ten Conference when it comes to basketball? I don't think it's as absurd as you may think. Let's talk about it. Locked on Golden Gophers, your daily podcast on the Minnesota Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant now here to talk gophers with you each and every day of the week. Now, I know, I know, you're like, Kane, we haven't been getting episodes every day of the week. That's right. For the end of June and all of July, we will be shooting Tuesday through Thursday is when we will be releasing episodes. And then once we hit August, it's back. Full front, full blitz, Monday through Friday, every day of the week, we will be talking Golden Gophers. That's right. Monday through Friday, every day of the week. So I can't wait to get that going, but we're prepping for it. We're building for it, and we're going to make this a show that you want to tune into, that you're entertained by, that we talk about the good things, the, the deep things, the things that you aren't hearing enough. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get into perspectives that maybe you haven't heard before. Hopefully I can bring that mindset from the video coordinator side, from my experience in the past, to be able to show you the outlook of what is happening, especially from the football side of things. So that's just a little showcase on what we will be doing here in the future, but it's time to talk gophers. So be sure to subscribe wherever you get the podcasts whether that be iTunes, Apple Pods, Stitcher, Spotify, be sure to follow the podcast, leave a five-star review, and then head on over to YouTube where we have a video portion of the podcast. Subscribe on YouTube, hit that red button, and be sure to take part in the community, to drop your questions, to talk about what you're enjoying. We have some people interacting and I absolutely love it. So keep doing that. Things you want to hear about, talk about it below. Things you don't want to hear anymore. If you don't like a certain segment, drop that down below. I'm taking a look at those. I'm taking your feedback and trying to cater this to be the show that you want and the show where we always, always continue to row. So let's talk some Gophers basketball today. Basketball, the Big Ten Conference. You know, let's talk about the Big Ten Conference. And as I said, we're going to be talking about our best player on our team, Jamison Battle. Is he the best player in the entire conference? Now, what is the case for him? What is the potential of why he could be in that in that group of players that could have some consideration. Well, let's start off with last season. He was seventh in points per game across the entire conference, averaging 17.5 points per game. Now, four of those people in front of him, again, I said he was seventh. Four of the people in front of him are gone. Those four are Keegan Murray of Iowa, who was the fourth pick in the NBA draft. Kofi Coburn, who did not get drafted, but he did sign with a summer league opportunity. Then you got Johnny Davis, who was the 10th pick in the NBA draft from Wisconsin. And then EJ Liddell, who was a second round pick. And he was for, with Ohio State. So those four are gone. They're done and gone, which means that there are only two others 
last season that scored more points per game than Jamison Battle. So he's one of the best scorers in the conference already heading into this next season. He also contributes on the opposite side of the ball. That's right. He doesn't just do it on offense. He was fifth in the entire conference, including those people that are left in defensive rebounds per game. He was averaging six defensive rebounds per game and three of those people that were in front of him. So I said he was fifth. Three of the people in front of him are gone. And you know what? That means he, he is the top two returning players in defensive rebounds per game. The only player in front of him is Hunter Dickinson from Michigan. And he was only averaging 0.2 more defensive rebounds per game than Jamison Williams. And let me tell you, they play quite different positions. Jamison Williams, Williams. Wow. Jamison battle. Excuse me. I am tripping on that one. Call me out on it, folks. Call me out. No, it's Jamison battle. So he was only 0.2 rebounds more per game than Jamison battle. Jamison battle is a small forward, sometimes plays the stretch for power forward position, but naturally he's a six, seven forward that would likely play the three position at the next level. So we're going to call him a three. Now, Hunter Dickinson is a five, 100%. He is a center on the floor. So the fact that he's only averaging 0.2 more rebounds per game either shows that Hunter Dickinson needs to get better on those defensive boards or that Jamison battle is busting his tail on that defensive side of ball to get the ball in transition on the offensive end. Now, those two things are great, but on top of that three-point percentage, he was one of the best in the entire conference of the Big Ten, shooting 37% from deep. That's right, 37% from deep. Yes, you'd love to see it higher. I mean, Peyton Willis was number one in the conference at 42%. So, I mean, we had two of the best three-point shooters on the team when it came to field goal percentage-wise or three-point percentage-wise but they weren't taking a ton. I mean, Jameson Battle took a fair share, but Peyton Willis could have shot more. He could have taken more threes. Overall, as a team, the Gophers were very low in three-point attempts across the conference. I believe they were 12th or 13th in the entire Big Ten when it came to three-point attempts, which just isn't going to cut it. So, but back to Battle, he was one of the best shooting three-point shootings players in the conference. He had 205 three-point attempts and he made 37% of those. He made 75 threes, which was fourth in the entire Big Ten Conference with made three-pointers behind Alfonso Plummer, gone. Jordan Bohannon, gone, graduated. And Brad Davidson, Brad Davison, the gross badger from Maple Grove. We don't need to talk about him any more than just mentioning his name that one time. Gone. So the three people that made more three-pointers than him in the conference are all gone. He is coming back. He's going to be a shooter, like we saw. He's going to put points on the board, like we saw. And he gets it done on the defensive rebounding side of ball. His contribution to the team, he accounted for 26% of the Gophers' point production last season and 20% of the team's rebound production last season. He was the focal point of the entire Gophers offense and was the literal defensive game plan when teams strategized for playing the Gophers. They knew that they had to take or slow down 
Jameson Battle. So yes, he still ended up as one of the top scorers in the entire conference with no one else really drawing the focus on the defense when other opponents' defenses were scouting us. So think about that. We've now gained Dawson Garcia, who should be a guy who can take over, who can put the bat, put up points. And then you've got guys, young guys, hopefully that will take it in stride and be able to contribute like Pharrell Payne, who we're hearing great things for him when it comes to how he is picking it up. Ben Johnson said he could play Big Ten basketball right now. Think about that. True freshman, three-star, four-star guy, depending on what recruiting site you're looking at. But he's 6'9", and, and Ben Johnson is saying he can bang in the Big Ten right now. Body type-wise, being built enough to handle Big Ten basketball as a true freshman immediately out the gate in June, in June, folks, that is saying how much Ben Johnson really appreciates and thinks that Pharrell Payne can step in and contribute. Not to mention we have other true freshmen that could really grow and be huge contributors to this Gopher basketball program. So if they also step into that light and find their moment, Jameson Battle can't just be the focus point. You know, yes, defenses are going to focus on him, but Dawson Garcia is going to be a huge benefactor to Jameson Battle and his his how defenses play him. So if anything, we could see more point production. We could see better efficiency from battle with better opportunities with the defenses having to take away Dawson Garcia as well. Now, again, this is assuming that he gets that hardship waiver, which I do believe he will. If he doesn't, folks, we need to talk to the NCAA because if you've ever heard of a hardship waiver and you understand what a hardship waiver is, this is literally the definition of where that should be used. So if he can't get it, then why do we even have a hardship waiver? Think about that. Think about that for like two seconds. All right, we're moving on. So Dawson Garcia should be playing and he should take some attention from defenses, which means Jameson Battle should be getting better looks next year. It could free him up even more. And if Parker Fox was healthy this year, he would have even opened that up even more with his athleticism and his threat to scoring. So we're going to talk about what the competition is when it comes to best player in the Big Ten and who are the threats to Jameson Battle as we look forward. But first, let's talk about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers and makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure the pointless and sometimes intimidating questioning from those people behind the counter about like, what is your model? Do you know what engine you have? All those questions that some people just don't know. Now, car folks, I know you might, but not everybody has those skills. So why feel like you're getting intimidated, feel like you're getting grilled, or feel not all there when it comes to, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that car question. Why do all that when we can take out our phones, you can get on the computer, and you can use Rock Auto. And not only that, they're going to save you money. They have, you're going to save time and money using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? 
one example that they have on their website is literally the Honda, Honda Odyssey fuel pump, which is $353 when you go to a chain store or a car dealership. On Rock Auto, you can find that same part for $216. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. So go to Rock Auto today, rockauto.com now, and you can see all of the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selections, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. All right, folks, so we're going to talk about who is Jamison Battle's competition when it comes to best player in the Big Ten for basketball? And you know what? I'm ruling out, just take this into consideration, I'm ruling out anyone who hasn't played in the Big Ten yet because we need to see if they can hang in one of the best basketball conferences night in and night out. I mean, this is one of the most physical basketball conferences in college basketball. So, Yes, we might not always make it to the championship. Yes, we still have things to prove as a conference, but Big Ten basketball consistently churns out multiples of teams, seven, eight, nine, ten teams to the NCAA tournament each and every year, physical teams, teams that win games, that upset others. The only thing is we don't have that championship prowess as of late we need to get back to the big game we need to get back to the final fours and we need to win the national championship but no one will debate that this is one of the most physical con con conferences in college basketball so that's why i just can't consider guys that are transferring in that haven't played big 10 ball because it's different folks it is it's just different the same as if someone's going to the ACC for the first time, it's still different. So Big Ten ball, we got to see in play. So I'm not counting the people who haven't played in that conference yet. Now, that means it's ruling out guys like Terrence Shannon from Illinois, who just transferred in. Jalen Llewellyn from Michigan, who just transferred in. Dawson Garcia is out of the contention, in my opinion, right now. Matthew Mayer who went to Illinois, Joey Baker, who went to Michigan, and Cam Spencer, who went to Rutgers. All of those guys have the talent to be in the conversation, but it's just a wild card. It's a crapshoot, and I'm not going there right now. So outside of that, what else could we look at? Well, clearly, I can't predict the incoming true freshmen because if you want to talk about a crapshoot, you never know which freshmen are going to immediately be contributing right away and which ones will redshirt and which ones might find spot minutes and be a gem or a diamond in the rough. So I'm not going there. So let's talk about guys who have been in the conference, who have had the opportunity and who have shown night in and night out that they are a threat. So that leaves two players that I consider in the conversation with Jamison Battle when we are considering all factors and how they contribute to their team and also leading the conference in these statistics. Now, those two guys are Hunter Dickinson from Michigan center and Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana, who plays the forward position, a 6'9 power forward. Now, Hunter Dickinson was fifth in points per game at 18.3. Remember, Jameson Battle was seventh in points per game. 
Now, Hunter Dickinson is fourth in defensive rebounds per game. Jamison Battle was fifth. And again, I mentioned Hunter Dickinson, 0.2 more defensive rebounds per game than Battle. But looking at three-point percentage, he took seven three-pointers total, and he made two. So that gives you 32%, but again, it's not, it's, it's almost like he's not really shooting three-pointers. Seven in a season, that's just, that's not going to do it, folks. So you can't even really count that for him, but what you can count for him is that he was fourth in the conference in blocks with 49. Now look at, let's look at Trace Jackson Davis, uh, sixth in points per game at 18.1, so right in front of Jameson Battle. Sixth in defensive rebounds per game, so right behind Jameson Battle, three points. He literally didn't shoot any three pointers. He hasn't shot in a three point attempt, according to ESPN and other statistical outlets. He hasn't taken a three point shot in his three years. That's wild. Like, think about that. There are centers, the NBA is a shooting league. Trace Jackson Davis wants to play in the NBA. You have to develop that part of your game. I'm not saying you can't get an opportunity without it, but you have to be extremely freakishly talented to be a star at the next level. And then on top of that, like if you just want to make it, you either have to be very, very honed in on your role and good, which Trace Jackson Davis definitely could be. But if you want to get into that top 10 conversation, that top 15 conversation, you got to expand your game as well. Now, what Trace Jackson Davis is, is a defensive monster. He had 81 blocks tied for first in the conference last year. So he does bring it on the defensive end. Now, Hunter Dickinson, Trace Jackson Davis, they're right in there. Like I said, I just named their statistical uh, contributions and it's literally five, six, seven in scoring in the conference last year between the three guys, and then four, five, six in defensive rebounds last year, but in the conference, the entire conference, but including the guys who graduated. So these guys are at the top 10 level in both points per game and defensive rebounds per game. And Trace Jackson Davis and Hunter Dickinson are both up there when it comes to blocks. So first for Trace Jackson Davis and fourth for Hunter Dickinson. These guys are getting it done. The only other player in the entire conference is Zach Eady of Purdue, who is the only other player in the conference that was in the top 18 in points per game. And he came in at 16th. So our guys that we're talking about as the best players in the conference came in at fifth, sixth, and seventh. And then he came in at 16th. Everybody else graduated, went to the NBA, or they're not in the conference anymore. Think about that. Those three are far and away the best guys in the conference when we're looking at heading into this new season. They're the only three, in my opinion, that have any weight when it comes to potentially being the best player in the conference. Now, if you ask other fans out there, if you ask poll random Big Ted fans, they're probably going to say Hunter Dickinson is the best player in the conference. They might say Trace Jackson Davis is the best player in the conference. But I guarantee you many people are not going to say Jamison Battle, and that's just downright disrespectful, and they don't understand. And why is it that he is getting looked over? Well, we'll talk about that coming up next. 
But first, I want to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. See, Bet Online is where the game starts when it comes to sports wagering information. When you want to know the latest trends in action, then you need to check out Bet Online. They'll give you updated odds, updated money lines when it comes to all of the big sporting events, not only the championship games. They just had it, the updated numbers for the Stanley Cup, the NBA Finals, the NBA Draft, the NFL Draft, but also futures. If you want to look at the numbers and the odds for the Heisman, Heisman odds next year, over-unders for the Power Five conferences, if you want to bet on futures for NFL, anything that you can think of, even esports, folks. They got it for you over at Bet Online. So be sure to head on over to Bet Online to check out the latest trends and actions. They're bringing you more lines, more odds, and all of that than ever before. So Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. So, first off, I just want to thank you for making Locked On Golden Gophers your first listen. We're building this community, we're making this the go-to one-stop shop when it comes to gopher sports. We're going to be talking hockey. We're going to be talking basketball, both men's and women's. We're going to be talking football. We're going to be sprinkling in bits of track, bits of softball, bits of, you name it, folks, you name it. If the gophers are thriving, we're going to at least mention it here because those gopher athletes deserve our respect and our love. This is one of the best fan bases in the nation, but I believe we're one of the most underrated fan bases in the nation. So, Let's make it rated. Let's make it aware that we are out there. Follow the show. Subscribe to the show. Let's build it. Tell your friends. Tag your friends on Twitter. Tag, share the video on Facebook. I don't care. Just get the news out there that Lockdown Golden Gophers is the podcast to listen to. This is where it's going to be. We're going to continue to support the football team. This is the show where we always continue to grow, rain or shine. But we're going to see a lot of shine this season for football, but we're not talking football. We're talking basketball and we're talking about the best player in the big 10. So here's my final thoughts on who is the best player in the big 10 and should Jameson battle be in that conversation. Now, based on contribute, contribute folks, words can be hard sometimes, but based on contributions is what I was trying to say that he makes for his team night in and night out. I think there's a true argument for Jamison Battle to be in the conversation. You pair that with the fact that the talent surrounding him wasn't anything and possibly still isn't the same or near the caliber of Indiana and Michigan and the guys that they have surrounding Trace Jackson Davis and Hunter Dickinson. You think about the surrounding cast, and I think that helps make a stronger case for Jamison Battle. He's out there grinding and putting the team on his back. Now, I do believe we have more talent this season. And hopefully, just hopefully, everything starts to click. Our true freshmen jump in real quick and pick up the game and the speed extremely fast. Hopefully, Dawson Garcia gets cleared and can go out there and hoop and show why he was one of the best recruits in his class in the nation. Hopefully, Talon Cooper is going to just step in and be that rock star facilitator that was top 10 in the nation in assists per game last year. Hopefully, it all clicks. But even if it all clicks, that just helps Jameson battle. So even with a lower supporting cast, or even if it all clicks, Jameson battle's outlook 
looks more positive than it was last year. And he should have been in the conversation or towards the, towards the argumentative side of being on the verge last year. Now this year, I think he's in the conversation. He has to be. But I think to secure the title, no questions asked, and to be able to be like, yes, Jameson Battle is the best player in the Big Ten, not only does he need to step it up on the defensive side of ball in steals and blocks and giving contributions in that manner, which then creates more opportunities for his team, not only does he need to do that, but he also needs to take another leap in scoring. Getting himself into that 20-plus points per game territory, that'll gain a ton of momentum and respect across the conference. So not only in the conference, I think people in the conference respect him. I think other teams strategize for him, but from the fans of the other Big Ten fan bases. I've listened to Locked On Big Ten. I've listened to other Locked On shows, Locked On Buckeyes, Locked On Badgers, Locked On Iowa, Hawkeyes. I know that the new guy over there, they're not talking about the Gophers basketball program. They're not talking. We were a bottom dweller last year. They're, they're the, they, was, they were terrible last year, worse than the conference. They're not anything to look at. No, that's not true. We've put together a very intriguing offseason, and I think it's going to show. I'm not saying we're going to win the conference this year. I'm, don't, don't get me wrong there. I'm not saying that at all right now. But I do think this is going to be a team that people have to ball out against. You can't just get easy dubs. You have to scrap and play Big Ten ball to secure a win, especially at the barn. And it's going to be prevalent this year, and people are going to be shocked. We're going to be better, a lot better. So just don't take it for granted. And I think when Jamison Battle, if he can put himself in that conversation of not only doing it better on the defensive end, but getting into that 20-plus points per game, we're going to see momentum, we're going to see respect, and you're going to see his name in a lot of the conversation. Now, like I said, the Gophers were a bottom-dwelling team last year, and I think that that is a lot of the reason why he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Because seeing that number in the win column makes people go, oh, well, he can't be that good because they didn't get a ton of wins. Wrong. But let's change the narrative. Let's fix that, and let's get more numbers in that win column. The more wins that we get, him cracking into that 20 plus for points per game and being making more statistical contributions on the defensive end. I think he puts his name heavily in that top spot in that top one, two, maybe three conversation. And I think that his versatility across all three levels, that's what's going to help him in this case. You have Hunter Dickinson, who is a rock star center. He can get it done on the defensive end and he can get it done in the paint, but he's not a shooter. Trace Jackson Davis is not a shooter. They can't get it done stretching the floor and that getting it done at all three levels. Jameson Battle can. So if he can get those things checked off, he can put his name firmly up there as the best player in the Big Ten. He's a top three player in the conference. I have no doubt about that. But in order to claim the top spot, he will have to go out there and prove it across the entire conference by taking another leap up.
That's going to do it for us today on today's Lockdown Golden Gophers. Next week, we're going to be talking a lot of hockey as we approach the NHL draft where the Gophers have potentially five incoming prospects, five incoming commits on the hockey team that could get drafted in the first round. In the first round, there's potentially five guys. Yes, you heard that right. We're going to talk about it next week. Tomorrow, uh, I think we're going to address Val Martin, uh, who came out with some hate against PJ Flex. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Be sure to be tuned in. And that's going to do it for us. Have a great rest of the day. This is Kane Rob signing off. I appreciate you all. Be sure to subscribe.